With Halloween just around the corner, my family has plenty of tricks and treats planned. But thanks to Pampers, one thing I have never been afraid of is a leaky diaper. Fear no leaks with new and improved Pampers Swaddlers, now featuring a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. We've always looked forward to getting the girls dressed up for Halloween when they were babies. And with Pampers, we knew that in addition to being absolutely adorable in their costumes, they would be dry, clean, and comfortable. With Swaddlers, you can rest assured that you have superior leak protection while keeping baby skin healthy. Pampers Breathe-Free Liner wicks away wetness, allowing baby skin to breathe, while the lock-away channels help keep baby skin dry and healthy. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic, and free of parabens and latex. Pamper Swaddlers are available in sizes newborn to size 8 and now feature designs with the newest animal characters, Shiloh the Elephant and Freddy the Duck. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. A little update on our March 27th live recording of Latina to Latina. You did it. You sold out our early bird tickets. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is still time to grab your regular tickets while they last. Again, the details. We are partnering with our friends at Poderistas to bring you a conversation with New York Times bestselling author Sochil Gonzalez. It is happening at the William Vale in Brooklyn on March 27th. You can find the link to purchase tickets on our Instagram page at Latina to Latina or online at Alicia Menendez XO. I cannot wait to see you. This special episode of Latina to Latina is brought to you by Always. This May, Always is launching the Always Soñando National Scholarship, which will provide 50 Latina students with $2,500 to go confidently after their dreams. In addition to the scholarship, Always has teamed up with some amazing Latina entrepreneurs, including us, to share what we've learned along our path to achieving our dreams through a content series called Hashtag Soñando Academy. You can find more info on the series in our show notes. To see if you, your child, or your friend may be eligible for the Always Soñando Scholarship, check out the link in our Instagram bio and go to always.com backslash soñando scholarship. And don't forget, when it comes to your period, always ultra-thin day and night pads provide up to 100% leak-free protection, so you can focus on what really matters, going after your dreams. Today we're speaking with another member of the Soñando Academy, our girl, Julissa Parado. The last time we spoke with Julissa, the CEO and founder of Rizos Curls was still in her come up. She shared her journey from curl whisperer to curl mogul. It has been three years since Julissa and I found ourselves in a Manhattan hotel room recording and crying happy tears about how far she'd come. Since then, she's seen her business through a pandemic, built out her team, and while she is, as always, confidently living out her own dreams, what does that look like? Well, it's changed. Hello, Jalisa. Hi, Alicia. I cannot believe it has been three years since we last spoke. Yeah, it's uh, a whole new world since then. 
there's so many parts of your and my first conversation, Julie, that are just burned on my brain. Like I can see you in high school with your little plastic baggies of lemon juice, like popping out of bathroom stalls to like teach women how to do their hair. And I always think about the story you tell about your dad and your dad immigrating to this country and the way in which that has shaped you and shaped your ethos and your commitment to to family. And I realized though, part of the story that we skipped over, probably for the sake of timing, was about college and the role that college played in preparing you for this moment. Because you know, like there, there are a lot of people, because of the price of college, in part, which is really legitimate, because of fear and concern about debt, people question the value of a college education. And I, I wonder for you both if college was a question mark or if it was a thing that you absolutely knew that you would do and and what it took to get yourself there. So it's really interesting because um, something that I've realized recently that has helped me get to the point where I am now was that that whole process, I had a lot of like smaller dreams and goals that ultimately led me to my big goal, which was Rizos Curls Now. And I would say like high school, Julissa, her dream was just to go to college. My brother was the first one in our family that went to college. And even him finding out about college was something that, you know, we didn't even hear about until maybe like high school time or late middle school time when, when college students would come volunteer at our school. I think that for my brother and I, it was such a goal for us because both our parents never went to school. Like they literally grew up in like a rancho, super rural Mexico. And they only had like one year schooling. Like my mom actually never went to school because she was a girl. And the misogynistic kind of culture that she grew up in there, they told her like, oh, you don't need school to be a mother. Like you don't need school to be a wife. So my dad only went to one year school and they barely even knew how to read and write, you know? So I think that for me, I felt like, there was such a learning curve to just get to the same place as like my friends that had parents that grew up here in the U.S. and actually knew how to speak English and had an educational background. And I think that for me, just getting to like that same place would require me to, you know, pursue higher education. And now that you are actually running your own business, do you think it would be possible had you not gone to college? Absolutely not. So I, and, and, and I go back to all my small goals. So when I was high school, Julissa, her dream was to go to college. I went to UCLA, UCLA, Julissa, her goal was to get a master's to be the first to get a graduate degree. Graduate school, Julissa dream was to land a corporate job. And then corporate job, Julissa was then like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. My dream is to launch my own business. So I think it was a, like a, a journey that I needed to go through all of those steps and do it in a way that felt more attainable. I knew it was always in me. I've always been very, very smart. But I just think that when your starting place is like, you know, so far, it's like you, I, I needed school to, to even get on the same playing field. 
When my babies were going through their exploration stage, I had so much to worry about. Falling over, bumping heads, what did she just put in her mouth? The list was endless. But when they were in pamper swaddlers, I knew I never had to worry about a leaky diaper. Swaddlers are great for both baby and mommy. They keep your baby's skin healthy and dry with Pampers Breathe-Free Liner, which wicks away wetness, allowing your baby's skin to breathe. Swaddlers have always given me peace of mind knowing that diaper rash and leaky diapers were not in our future. There's also the blow-up barrier at the back waist to help prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blow-ups. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic and free of parabens and latex. Your baby deserves that. And they're available in a wide range of sizes from newborn to size 8. And now feature designs with the newest animal characters, Shiloh the Elephant and Freddy the Duck. Having a diaper you can depend on is important. And it's why I have always loved Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today to start earning rewards with every diapers and wipes purchase. Not to mention, get great parenting content with Pampers Club. Hey, Red, what are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy, I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah, you used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? (laughs) They do look cute, though. Bringing cheer. M&M's for all fun kind. Hi, Latina to Latina listeners. It's Brenda from Tamarindo Podcast. And if you love Latina to Latina, then we know that you're going to love Tamarindo Podcast. And if you're in the L.A. area and can't make it to the Latina to Latina live event, we'd like to invite you to our event on March 28th at 6.30 p.m. We're hosting Amigas Blossoming, a night of celebrating and cultivating blossoming friendships. This will be in Highland Park, and all the details to RSVP for free are at tamarindopodcast.com forward slash events. Then there's, of course, the question of how one pays for college. And so often this is a conversation in our communities where people like, even if they know they want to go, right? Even if they've they've gotten to that point it, and then they get in, there's the secondary element of how you actually afford to go. And I know part of the reason that always was so excited about partnering with you was the fact that you had used some scholarships in order to get through college. And I just wonder if there is someone listening, what from your own experience they can glean I was one of those kids that was 100% a scholarship kid from undergrad and grad school. And had it not been for those scholarships and grants and things that I received, I would not have been able to afford college. Like, how were you finding them? I would go to like my, in my high school. So there was like a college office and I would literally go there every day during lunch and be like, any new scholarships, any new scholarships, any new scholarships. So yeah, I would like apply to everything. I I had so many different essays that I would like tweak depending on what I was applying for. Yeah. Like I was, I was going to the library, finding resources. Now we have different worlds with the internet. I think now we can do all of these things online and social media is such a helpful way to help us uh, find out about a lot of these scholarships. But back then I was like physically going to the office at my school or going to the library or different things that people would send me or show me. It strikes me, Julissa, that the name of this always scholarship, Soñandos, um, that you are nothing if not a dreamer. 
whether I'm talking about high school Julissa who was dreaming about college, college Julissa who was dreaming about grad school, grad school Julissa who's dreaming about a corporate career, corporate Julissa who's then dreaming about owning and running a business, that the dreaming and the imagining is the thread throughout all of it. And I wonder in the time, both since you began this this journey and now, even just in the three years since we've spoken, how it is that that dream has changed, right? What was it that you imagined for yourself, for Risos Curls, and what is it today that you think is possible? I think that in the last couple of years, especially, I've been reminded of that original dream and trying to like never lose sight of it. And I think that that dream is just something so simple, which is just like helping people with their hair. And I think that part of what makes any type of business good is like making sure that your business is like solution driven and making sure that like it's your priority the whole time. And I think that with me, you know, when things get really busy, you kind of start coming away from what really matters. And at the end of the day, what really matters is, are we helping people with their hair? And also, wait, I just want to say, and also because I'd I'd be remiss not to point this out because this is the point you always make, which is hair is a proxy for everything else, right? Hair is a proxy for, for comfort in your skin, for connection to your culture, for a sense that you are allowed to show up in the world as your best, most authentic self. Something like hair is never just about hair. A hundred percent. You know, the amount of testimonials we've had from people that say, I started using your products and wearing my hair natural. And I'm just like, whoa, you know, it all just started with this hair product. But for so many people, it's almost like once I accepted this part of me, it allowed me to begin to accept other parts of me and to begin to choose myself in other areas as well. So I think that whatever that is for you, we're just honored to play any part of that journey. So it's it's interesting, but I think the dream has always stayed the same. I just needed that reminder sometimes. And that dream ultimately is to help other people on their self love journey through their hair and help them learn and understand their own hair. And so I'm really excited to be starting on a national curl class tour. Uh, We're going to be starting in Orlando, then going to Houston and New York and LA and doing free curl classes to help people learn and understand their hair better. And I think that those kind of like in-person interactions just are, you know, obviously fulfilling in that we get to help other people, but it's so fulfilling for me too, because I think it just really reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Can you talk me through, because this has always been a big part of the business, right? Which is like originally imagined direct to consumer, ultimately showing up on store shelves what has it required of your team? And what does it change about a business to not just be in some stores, but to be available in every store nationwide? I think that it definitely changes 
how available you are to the customer, how the connection that you have when you are D2C, direct to consumer, selling directly on your website. You have such a direct relationship with your customer. If anything goes wrong at all, you're like, here's a refund or this is how you use it. Oh, it arrived damaged. Let me help you. And when you are have a retailer in between, you know, it's kind of like up to them. So it definitely has changed that relationship, but it also has brought a lot more areas that we are now accessible in. And I think that during the pandemic, e-commerce had such a boom. And I think that now that things are returning back to in-store shopping, I think customers really want that experience. Did you have a boom? Yeah. So I would say that we saw such a growth in our website shopping during the pandemic because there were so many people that started wearing their hair natural because they weren't straightening it and going out. Even people with wavy hair, for example, it's like easier for them to just straighten it, but they were at home. They're like, why am I going to burn my hair? So it brought out a whole new type of customer who during the pandemic decided to try out their natural hair. I think about you in that moment because you'd already built a company that was pretty big. And it was clear, I think, even to you that you were on the precipice of something so much bigger. And how have you yourself changed as a leader in the past three years? Oh, man, I've definitely changed so much. I think that I've learned a lot. I've also learn to have more fun because I think that in the beginning, everything's so new. So of course it's fun. You're just kind of like rolling with the punches. And I think that the more you start selling, the more responsibilities, the larger the team, the more people depend on you and the bigger the risk is if things don't go right. So the pressure just gets much harder. And I think that Along that process, it's really easy to just kind of like focus on the numbers, focus on the deadlines and the deliverables and kind of lose that spirit of fun that was the reason why people gravitated towards you to begin with. So I think that for me, part of my process has been kind of like reverting back to that 2017 Julissa, to that like original girl who was just having fun. Julissa, what do you wish that teen Julissa knew that you know now? I think that I was so hard on myself back then because I was like, failure is not an option. Like, I recently read this. No, actually, I recently watched a TikTok (laughs) that was talking about how like the first Latina daughter is a lot of the time is super hyper independent and like something that's like the oldest, you know, immigrant child feels like this immense amount of pressure to kind of like make it for the whole family. And I think that was me. I think that I was just like really hard on myself. I just felt a lot of pressure to not let my parents down. Oh my gosh, Alicia, there you go again. (laughs) Every time. 
I think, my friend, that part of the reason you are crying and part of the reason that I am now crying, so thanks for that, is I don't think that ever stops, right? Like, I think if that is your come from and you have a sense of how lucky you are to live in this country and the things that your parents, your grandparents sacrifice in order for you to be able to live in this country, then there is just an incredible amount of responsibility you feel to make good on that promise because you've been given opportunities that they never had. When that is your come from, even after you have built a business that has multiple millions in revenues and is available on shelves, I think then it starts to feel like, okay, well, now I, I've, I've brought myself up, I've, I have brought my family with me, and now I have to do even more. I actually think for people who are built like you and like me, that that sense of responsibility grows. The more access we have, the more power we have, the more capital we have. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) Man, here I was thinking it would go away one day. (laughs) Julissa, as always, I love you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. No, I'm I'm honored to be here three years later. Congratulations on everything too. I feel like I've seen you in so many great things. So, you know, you have a friend in me. Be rooting from you from across the internet. A hundred percent. Thank you to Always for working to support the Latina community and through scholarships, making education attainable for the next generation of Latina CEOs and leaders. Remember, the Always Soñando scholarship closes on May 30th. So please check out our show notes for details on eligibility and how to apply. Thanks for listening. Latina to Latina is executive produced and owned by Juleka Lantigua and me, Alicia Menendez. Alina Velasco is our producer. Kojin Tashiro is our lead producer and mixed this episode. We love hearing from you. Email us at hola at latinatolatina.com. Slide into our DMs on Instagram or tweet us at Latina to Latina. Check out our merchandise at latinatolatina.com slash shop. And remember to subscribe or follow us on Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever you're listening right now. Every time you share the podcast, every time you leave a review, you help us to grow as a community. A little update on our March 27th live recording of Latina to Latina. You did it. You sold out our early bird tickets. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is still time to grab your regular tickets while they last. Again, the details. We are partnering with our friends at Poderistas to bring you a conversation with New York Times bestselling author, Sochil Gonzalez. It is happening at the William Vale in Brooklyn on March 27th. You can find the link to purchase tickets on our Instagram page at Latina to Latina or online at Alicia Menendez XO. I cannot wait to see you.